Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are around the world, happy weekend. I hope you're starting your weekend off well. Um, today is August 27th. And again, just a privilege and honor to serve you to be live today. And uh, today we're going to do some I Ching Oracle messages and readings for three viewers. Uh, those viewers are going to be Beverly East, Sessa, and Raki. And then next Saturday, September 10th, we're going to do reading for Joanne Hooper and Shinova. So if you have an I Ching Oracle question um, that you want me to do a reading for and relay a message, please just write it on chat, write it on chat. So let's get started uh, before we do the um, message delivery. Let's get started with a little bit of a coherence meditation for a minute to bring our energies together. That's the most important thing is to really feel the oneness, the unified field, the unity that we all are, that we are each other, that I am you, you are me, and we are all part of that one, that one unified field. So settle in, get really comfortable, whether you're sitting, whether you're laying down, get really comfortable. And just start focusing on your breath. Put all of your attention on your breath. Be very conscious of your breathing. Allow your breath to ground yourself and settle yourself into your body. In the next breath in, think of a beautiful and bring in the energy of a beautiful emotion into your heart center. Maybe it's joy, maybe it's peace, maybe it's gratefulness, Maybe it's love. Bring that beautiful energy right into your heart, right in here. And breathe into that beautiful energy, whatever it is. Just breathe into it more deeply. Allow that energy to really sink into your body and spread into every cell, every tissue, every organ in your body. Let it spread. Let it spread, let it spread until it has filled your entire body where it's ready to broadcast out to others in this room, broadcast that beautiful regenerative energy to everyone in this room. We can see ourselves in a big circle holding hands and we're sending it to each other. We're sending it out to each other. And because this energy is so powerful, it goes beyond us, beyond our circle, to every, every sentient being on this planet. Just goes out. And then it is so powerful that it goes beyond this planet to all of the stars, the moons, the planets, to the universe. And we just see an envelope of this beautiful light that we're all a bubble of this beautiful light that we're all in. We're enveloped by this beautiful bubble of light where we're all exchanging the beautiful regenerative energy. And just stay in it for a little bit. Just appreciate how wonderful it is to be in this beautiful regenerative energy that we are sharing among each other. And be so grateful for this moment. And we could repeat, I am so grateful to be one with everyone here. I am so grateful to be one with the universe. And when you're ready, open your eyes.
Thank you, everyone, for joining me. Hello, Jupiter Rose. Hello, how are you? So let's go into the I Ching Oracle messages today. We have here uh, a reading for Beverly East. So Beverly East, I don't know if Beverly, you're here. Um, Hello, Raki, you're here. Thank you for joining us. I will be doing your reading very soon. Beverly East asks, I am wondering what is going to happen in my love life? Beverly East asks about her love life, which is a beautiful question. You know, we all want love, right? Love is everything. And so when I did my meditation this morning, I asked the I Ching oracles, what message would you like me to send to Beverly? They gave me energy number 48, the well. The well says, the well or source is independent. You cannot lose it, nor can you grasp onto it. People and experiences come and go. Time passes. The well is always the well. Never doubt that you have these resources or that they are enough. The potential in this situation is undeniable but it may still be a long way from realization. What is the ever-present resource you draw from? What can you do to realize its potential here, here, the well? So Beverly East, the message that they want to convey to you is you have an inner well of love that already exists. You have an inner well of love in here that already exists. And so what they're saying is, is that let's not look for love in the wrong places. So when we look for love outside of us, we're looking for love in the wrong places. And we cannot attract the love externally if we haven't already accessed the love that's already in here. That's the well. You have a well of love resources within you, within you. And the reason why we keep looking for love outside of us is because we haven't tapped into the inner resources of love in here. Because the reason why you have so much inner resources of love is because you were created with love energy. You know, I have, um, I have a video about love, which I will share with you right now. Let me get this video up um, about love because this video really shows you that you are made up of love energy. And if you think that you are not made up of love energy, then we are mistaken because love is what created this entire universe, including, including us. So here is a video that I am going to share in the chat with you about love energy right here. Watch this video. It's called Secret to Love. Secret to Love. Or look up that video if you are not able to be here. So what they're saying is that love is already within you. You need to tap into and connect and access that love first before you look at, look for love outside of you. Because if you if you tap into the love that's already that well of love, the resources that you already have within you, you have the resources of love within you and you feel that unconditional love for yourself, you're naturally going to feel unconditional love for others. And that energy that you broadcast will naturally and organically bring in that love, that external love. So that external love is just a byproduct of the inner work that you need to do to access your inner well of love. And so that is what they, the message that they are giving to you, that do not focus on that external love. That's just, that's not relevant right now. Focus, access, connect with that internal well resources of love that you already have within you. Focus on that, access that. Bring it up, well it up, and you will see that external love will just come in naturally and organically. So I hope that message has really helped you, Beverly East. So that's what the I Ching Oracle want to send to you. Hello, Estella. Hello, Juanita. Hello, Lulian. 
Hello, BH. Thank you so much. If you have an, a question for the I Ching Oracle, just write it in the chat and I will tell you when in the future I will do the reading. So thank you so much for joining me. So now we are going to go to Sessa. Sessa asked, I wanted to ask a question regarding the relationship with my sister. So Sessa wants to know about her relationship with her sister. Now, this is a beautiful question because, you know, we all have family relationships that we would like to improve in our lives, right? Absolutely. I have it. We all have it. And so when I did and asked the I Ching oracles for what message they want to deliver to you regarding your situation with your sister, they gave me 57, subtly penetrating, subtly penetrating. And it says, subtly penetrating means becoming part of something or someone, feeling your way into things, yielding gently to their nature. Such influence does not bring sudden transformations. It creates small success. Have a clear vision of the great person in reality or in your mind's eye as a model of the larger possibilities implied. How can you get to know this from the inside? What is taking shape? What a beautiful message. What a beautiful message. So subtly penetrating with your sister. So what they're saying to you is that you want to approach the situation and place yourself in that person's shoes. You know, I always say that once you walk a day or even a minute or 10 minutes or five seconds in a person's shoes, you have more understanding of where they are coming from, right? We all have a lens through which we behave, right? So there's a beautiful saying that um, we behave not as it is, but as we are. So your sister has a perspective and, a, and she behaves from that perspective that might be different from yours, right? And sometimes, you know, we get confused about why is this person behaving that way? It's because they're behaving through their own lens. We all wear, we all wear glasses, eyeglasses, and we're all behaving through these lenses, this lens of moon, the lens of Sessa, the lens of Rocky, the lens of Estella, the lens of Juanita, the lens of Lulianne, the lens of body technician, the lens of Jupiter Rose. We're all seeing it through this, this, this subjective lens. And so what they're saying to you is you want to see things more through your sister's lens. That's subtly penetrating. Put yourself in her shoes for a little bit. Feel, feel your way into how she's feeling, what she's going through, what is her perspective. And then from this, you can better understand her. You can better understand her and her behavior and why she responds or reacts the way she does, right? Because once we start to do that, we have a lot more compassion. We start to have compassion for that person, right? Because it was the same thing with my father. You know, I said, well, why is my father so abusive? Why did he abuse us so much? And when I put myself in his position, he grew up in, you know, the, the war during the war, world war, you know, he was abused by his parents, right? They didn't have any resources for therapy or psychiatry. They had, he had no resources to help him in the mental emotional space. So he only did what he knew, which was to abuse his own family. But I understand why from the family that he came and from the times that he came, right? And so when we start to subtly penetrate into where they're coming from, we, have more compassion doesn't mean that we're condoning bad behavior. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. We set boundaries. When people have bad behavior, we set boundaries because we don't want that, that, that low frequency energy to just pour into our lives. That's not healthy for us. So we set boundaries with subtly understanding what that person is about. So they're asking you, how can you know your sister from your inside, 
from you, from you, from you. How can you start to understand her and know her? And because when you start to do that, then you will approach the way you communicate her in a better way. Because if you communicate with her in a better way, she will be more open. She will be more open. She will be more open to the relationship. She will be also more open to what you have to say. So being able to understand her perspective from the lens of your sister, not your lens, then to switch the communication, different communication, better communication, will allow her heart and mind to open. Her heart and mind to open. And when her heart and mind opens, then you can have a better communication. And that leads to better relationship. And this is subtly penetrating, meaning little steps, little progress. We're not going to make a quantum leap here because your sister might be here and you might be here. So there's a little a gap. There's this gap that we have to close like this, but it happens subtly. It doesn't happen like this. It happens subtly. So we're trying to close this gap like this, but it's not going to happen suddenly. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen rapidly. It's going to happen subtly like this. You see? And so that's exactly the message that they're giving you. You have to kind of feel into her, understand her better, and then give her compassion from afar, not condoning any bad behavior, but having compassion that she can only behave from where she is at mentally, emotionally. I always say people can only behave based on where they are at mentally, emotionally right? If you are here mentally, emotionally, you can only behave at that this level. If you are in another mental, emotional space, then you will behave in a different way, right? So have compassion that she is behaving the way she behaves based on her mental, emotional space. She does not know how to behave in any other way. And so we can have compassion from that afar. And if you want to have that better relationship with her, you've got to start to feel into what she's going through, what her perspective is, where she's coming from, okay? And I'm telling you, you're going to start to open and things will slowly change bit by bit, okay? So that's the message to you, Sessa, and I hope that has helped you. So the third person, Raki, and Raki, thank you so much for waiting so patiently for this, uh, for this reading. Uh, Raki wants to know, when will I get more wealth, more monetary gain, and my new home in my life? And so Raki, the I Ching Oracle, oracles want to send you this message, 43, deciding. 43, deciding. It says, asserting your identity and right to be heard is where your decision begins. But declaring the truth is dangerous. It stirs up old ghosts, inner and outer. Yet better this than ignoring and neg neglecting them. Focus with clear intention on what you're moving towards rather than what you're reacting against. What do you stand for? How do you define yourself? What belongs in your realm? And where do you need to make a clean break? So, Raki, what they're saying to you is there's some resistant energy that you have around money and your new home, you know, having a new home, as if you feel that it's not really possible, or there's a frustration energy there, or that maybe it's not going to happen. Or maybe why is it so hard to get it, you know, and you have doubts, you have concerns, you have frustrations around money and new home. And this energy is what they call resistant. That's why it says focus with clear intention on what you're moving towards rather than what you're reacting against. So when we have this energy that, you know, I'm not abundant in my money prosperity. I'm not abundant in my home prosperity. And you broadcast that energy. That's what the universe returns back to you. That frustration energy is preventing you is a block to manifesting those things. 
because all manifestations happen inside out, meaning that when you have shifted your inner energetic frequency, then the universe matches it. And so they want you to focus on that resistance. What are you resisting against? What is it about money and this home that you are res resisting against? And so what I would do is I would make a list of what are all the things that you're resisting against? I would, I would journal it. What do you feel? Oh, I feel, you know, the resistance. List it. List all of the things that you feel resistance. I have doubt. I feel I'm not good enough. I may not be worthy enough to have this, whatever. And then on the other side, I would write what is possible? What is possible that you believe right now? Oh, well, I have food. Uh, you know, what is it? What are the things that you can feel abundant already? Even if it's the smallest thing, maybe it's the thing of I have a, a place to live. I have, I, I have food on the table that I don't have to worry about. You know, I have clothes. What are some of the, what are the things that you could really be grateful for now? Grateful for now. Because when you start to list and speak and think and believe gratefulness, you are tapping into abundant energy. That's what you're tapping into. Because right now, you're tapping into scarcity energy. And scarcity energy brings you more scarcity. You've got to start tapping into abundant energy. But you have to do it in a way that you believe, right? You're going to say, oh, Moon, you, I can't, you know... You're, you're telling me to believe in something that doesn't exist in my life. And that's what we're saying. Yes. But how can you do it in incremental steps? You're taking step one, step two, step three, right? If you want, let's say, you know, $1 million in the bank and you want this beautiful home, you're saying to me, Moon, I can't believe that right now because I'm so far from it. So what can you believe right now in your life? that you could tap into that's grateful. What is that you could be grateful for right now, even if it's the smallest, smallest things? Because you have to start tapping into the abundant energy, abundant energy. You've got to start reversing, reversing. And so the way to start tapping into energy of abundance is by being grateful for what you already have, even if it's the smallest thing. You could say, I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful for my body to keep me healthy. I am grateful to be able to walk. I am grateful to be able to breathe. I say that all the time. When I go walking with my dog, I'm so grateful that I could breathe this fresh air. I'm so grateful that I have two legs and my legs are well that I could walk. I am grateful that I am here with my dog happy. I say those things. The smallest things to start to get you into an abundant feeling. And then as you keep doing that, you're going to start to feel more abundant in the now. Feel a little bit more abundant. Feel a little bit more abundant. Then what else can you do? What is the next step after that? After the smallest things that you have in your life that you could be grateful and feel that abundance, then what is the next thing that you could feel abundant about? What is the next thing? So it's step-by-step step, feeling of abundance, step by step, step by step, because you're just trying to, you're trying to have an accumulated effect, step by step, step by step, we're not making quantum leaps here. So Raki, what they're saying to you is, until you could move out of scarcity, energy, and move into start moving to abundant energy, you will not have abundance in money or home. That's what they're saying to you, because that resistance, you have a block here. All of the, the, the frustration, the lack, the scarcity, it's the scarcity energy that you're feeling right now. I'm scarce in money. I'm scarce in home. That's blocking you from those things that which you want to manifest. So you want to focus your attention, your energy. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. You want to focus it in abundance. You want to focus in that direction to start moving in that direction. So that's the message for you, Raki. I hope that has helped you. If you have a follow-up question, let me know. Hello, Sriripa. Hello, Diane. Hello, Mystic Star. Hello, Libra Star. What a beautiful um, 
What a beautiful name. Libra star, what reading am I doing? The I Ching oracles. I'm, I'm doing I Ching oracle messages and readings. I pull cards. So if you have a question for the I Ching oracle, which I could do in the following weeks, then put your message down. Okay, so let's see if there's, does anybody have any live questions? Hello, Sarupa. Good evening, Sarupa. I know it's uh, evening your time. Um, so. How can we do an abundance energy meditation? You must have a video. Kindly provide a link. Yes. Wow. That's a beautiful question. You know, I have so many, um, I have so many meditations and feeling, you know, I have a money abundance meditation, which I can share with you now, but I love that suggestion. I love that suggestion. I'm going to create one. I am going to create one. Thank you so much for that idea. I do have a money, uh, and power of intention. I have two meditations about the power of your intention, how to tap into the power of your intention and how to um, the money abundance meditation. I have two meditations already, which I will share right now, but I love what you suggested is create a meditation for that overall abundance, right? Overall abundance. And so Raki, I have so many videos about how to manifest. I have so many videos on my channel about how to manifest and I would tap into um, those videos. I have so, so here's a link to money abundance meditation. Then here's a link to a meditation about how to manifest using the zero point field, the zero point field which is um, to tap into the quantum field to manifest. And I have two videos about this um, where um, I'm going to, one video talks about what the zero point field is. And the other video is a uh, manifestation, a guided meditation to manifest using the zero point field. So let me try to share these resources with you. Uh, my computer is really slow opening this uh, page. Okay, this is the zero point field, what the zero point field manifestation is. And let me share this with you. Zero point field. And then let me share with you the guided meditation for zero point field. But I have at least seven or eight uh, videos on manifesting, how to manifest seven or eight videos I have at least. Um, so tap into my resources, go into my um, playlist that says spiritual well-being, and you will see many videos about manifesting. And so let me share with you the meditation on how to use the zero point field to manifest. So I'm going to share you the link. I'm sharing that link right now. Okay. So these are just three videos, but I have at least eight videos about manifesting. So look at those videos. Um, Mystic star. Thank you so much. Attitude of gratitude helps in manifestation. I love that. Attitude of gratitude helps in manifestation. I love that. Um, thank you, Diane. Uh, oh, Diane. So Diane Boyd says, I'm grateful for my dog, Mia. Oh, beautiful. You know what? Did you guys all watch my video yesterday that I released about how animal spirits communicate us from the spirit world? Profound messages. I don't know if any, uh, any of you have been able to watch that video that I released yesterday because <clears throat> recently I became a surrogate mother to a baby crow bird and sent me such powerful message about major transformation and change in my life, which is actually happening. So it was so auspicious. It was so fortuitous. I had no doubt that this baby crow bird was sending me that message. It was so incredible. Um, and I'm still taking care of the bird. And now the bird went from this to this. It's growing very rapidly. So we are so deeply grateful for the bird, having the bird in our life. Okay, so let's see. Um, 
Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, Jess. Oh, okay. Jess Joss. She wants to know. Jess or he wants to know. So, Jess Joss. This is a question for the I Ching Oracle. Okay. So, Jess Joss. Um, I am going to schedule you in for next week, Saturday, September 10th for a reading. And I will do that reading for you next week. So join us next week for that reading. Okay. Uh, to do. Okay. So now let it, let's see what, um, Okay, let's see what other questions there might be that I want to answer. If you have any questions for me live, please ask me. You're welcome, Raki. Raki, you're welcome. And if you have a follow-up question about that, Raki, let me know. Because I know, I understand that these concepts are metaphysical concepts. We are metaphysical beings, first and foremost. If you are, th you, if you think that you are this body, you know, um, you that's a that's more of an illusion this body is a small very small part of who we really are we are metaphysical spiritual beings and so if we want to see abundance in money career business relationships home in this physical world we have to first create we have to first manifest in the metaphysical world in the energy part of us and so i actually have a video coming out about this very and it's about it's another manifestational video because this message is so powerful that we are 99 we are creating 99 99% of our creation happens in the metaphysical world and only 1% of creation happens in this physical world so we've got to get that 99% metaphysical world right. And so I have that video coming up because it is such a powerful message. And when you understand that video, and I, I created like four or five different charts, it is powerful stuff. And you will create in the metaphysical world first before the physical manifestation happens, okay? So um, look out for that video. It's coming out. I have also videos coming out about i'm going to start talking about some chinese herbs three videos on ginseng how to incorporate ginseng into your life which is a major chinese herb uh so let's see what other questions bh did i forget bh did i forget about bh did i not do a reading for you last week bh did i do not do a reading for bh would you kindly place your um question here again and i will I'll do a reading for you in the following weeks. I am so sorry, BH. I deeply apologize if I have skipped over your question. So please write your question down and I will do a reading for you. So Jess Joss, uh, 333. Wow, I love that. 333, spiritual numbers. Uh, Jess Joss, we will do it for you next week. Mystic Star, totally agree, Moon. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I don't expect you all to agree with me all the time because I understand that everybody has their own perspective on things. And I I always honor and respect differences. Always honor and respect differences. Okay. Allison Mill, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. I just saw this was live. I am going to have to watch from beginning. I just wanted to say hello, herbs. I can't wait for that video. Yes, I'm going to be. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start um, talking more about Chinese herbs, because I know that, you know, when I started in the journey with herbs, it was confused. I was like, oh, what herbs do I take for what? Blah, 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 blah. So we're actually going to be building out a platform that really educates you about Chinese herbs, Chinese herbs. Because even though my, many of us want to take it, I take Chinese herbs every day and I get it through my acupuncture wrist because the herbs that I take, you can't get it off the shelf. You have to go through an acupuncturist. So this is, it's, there's going to be a whole herb thing that we're working on right now. This is one of the big transitions and transformations and changes that's happening is so that we could really be a platform, a real hub for information about herbs. So we're very excited about it. And um, I'm very passionate about Chinese herbs. I take them every single day. And so this was what really inspired me to create this platform. And we're going to do it right to really educate you about herbs and what each herb says and what herbal formulas does for what. Okay, so look out for that. 
Um, so Vinita, welcome Vinita. Here's her question from Vinita. How do you incorporate ashwagandha winter cherry into her every day? Wow, ashwagandha is amazing, right? Is a it's actually an Ayurvedic herb. I don't take ashwagandha. So that's a really good question. You know what? I, you know, I I haven't incorporated ashwagandha. It's it's an Ayurvedic herb. It's, you know, it's not really a Chinese herb. So I'm not really sure. That is a beautiful, beautiful question. Does ashwagandha come in like a liquid form? Because if ashwagandha comes in liquid form, I would take that ashwagandha because I like to take it. The herb in liquid form is great. You could take that liquid form and you could place it in drinks like maybe orange juice or coffee or tea or smoothie or green juice. You could take that and because I know ashwagandha is an amazing adaptogen. And so if you if you if you take that, if you take that, so I'm all about fast, easy, fast, easy. That's what I'm all about. Why? Because I am so busy in my life. So I've got to have fast and easy solutions. And so the shows that I'm going to do about ginseng and how to incorporate ginseng into your everyday life, that, you know, is all fast and easy tips because I cannot spend two hours in the kitchen, even one hour to me in the kitchen could be long. So everything that I I do now has to be health and wellness but it has to be fast and easy. So I like to take, I would suggest taking a liquid form and placing it in different liquids that you have. And now I'm sure they know in powder form. Okay, so then what you could do is you could take the powder and place it in drinks. That's what I would do, you know, if, if they have it in powder, because powder will just uh, integrate, absorb into, it will dissolve into the liquid, right? So that's what I would do. Okay. Hi, Mo. It was about moving for, from Georgia to Virginia. I didn't do that reading. I thought I did it in the last. Did you watch the last week? Okay. So let me put this again. Let me. So I will do that reading for you uh, the following week, not next week, but the week after that. I will do that reading. I just, I just uh, placed it here in my schedule. I have a schedule in front of me. I just placed that question. So not next week, BH. But the following week, I will do that reading for you. BH, I love ginseng. I love herbs. I do herbs. Yes, they're healing. Absolutely. Absolutely, herbs are healing. I always say that every there's a solution to everything in nature. We just got to figure out. We just got to figure it out. We got to figure out what plant in nature is going to help with this situation. Uh, you know, whatever element that we have, what is going to help? And that's the hard part. That's the challenging part with herbs. It's people going out into nature and knowing what plant out there is the right, uh, is the right plant for, for a certain ailment and the combination of different plants as well, right? This combination, there's formulas and for how long you take it and for uh, for and how much you take it, all of that combination is so much. It's like it's it's like infinite wisdom. It is it's a huge body of work. It's a huge amount of information, and you and people we have to figure it out. It's not that the solution isn't out there. It's that we have to figure out what the solution is. And there's a plant. I always say there's a plant for everything. There's a plant for everything. It's just we have to figure out what that plant is. And that's what I'm very interested. In. And that's why I'm trying to want to do this. I'm doing this platform, manifesting this platform is so that you have more education and information. And, and let me tell you, I'm going to be learning just as much as you from this platform. I'm going to be learning just as much because I am not an herbal expert by any means. I am not an herbal expert. And so we're going to be tapping into the greatest herbal experts, you know, the people who really understand Chinese herbs. And then once we do Chinese herbs, we may very well expand into other types of herbs like Ayurvedic, North American herbs. Okay. Hello, Kush London. Kush London. Hello. Um, BH, you agree that liquid is better? Yes, I think liquid might be good because, 
you could absorb it into your system easier and faster, right? That's why I like, so I'm going to be showing you the liquid form of ginseng in the shows. Okay. So that's coming up. That's coming up. So let's see. Um, what other question? What, what are the questions do you have? Uh, oh, thank you, Saripa. Saripa's wishing health to dear freedom. Freedom is the baby crow that I have. And um, he's wishing him health. Yes, the baby crow is growing. It's like was here when I first saw him, he was this. And now he's this and his, his feathers are really developing his tail is really developed. His legs. Oh, my God, his legs got so much stronger. You could see like the strength of his leg. He's a, and he runs fast. He's like, he runs like this. He's like a he's like a sprinter. It's amazing. It's amazing to see his evolution, his growth, his expansion. I'm so privileged to be in freedom's life. I really am. Freedom is the baby crow. Okay, so does anybody have any other questions? Oh, Jess Jaws, you're from Wisconsin? Wow, thank you so much. I love, well, you know, I've never been to Wisconsin, but I hear such amazing things about that part of the country. Wisconsin, what an amazing amazing um part of the country the that 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 state is so beautiful every time i see pictures of wisconsin i see beautiful fields i just see beauty i think beauty is wisconsin is a beautiful state so thank you so much for sharing from where you're from really appreciate it and i know kush london is in london sharipa is in india okay so penny hi penny s so glad I got to tune in. I usually miss the live due to work. Oh, yes. And, you know, these are always recorded, so you can always watch it later. Okay. Um, BH, black seed oil, great too. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, lots of oils. You know, these properties, they're such amazing properties that we have. Um, the I always say God and nature gives us everything that we need, gives us everything that we need. And so, uh, it's we're so privileged to live in this uh, natural world. So, so please, if you have a question, let me know. Let me know. Okay. So Diane Boyd said, "Moon, someone loaned me twenty two thousand dollars, and they asked me to now pay them back in a lump sum. I am so glad I am listening today." Okay. So you want to know about what to, what what to do about uh, paying them back in a lump sum. Okay. Do you have any type of agreement like paperwork with them or what, what is the, what is the, um, I think this, this situation, the most important thing in this situation is to put yourself in that person's shoes. Why are they asking you for this lump sum, right? What is going on on in their life that they're asking you for this lump sum? Asking you for this lump sum, because there's a there's a solution to be able to work it out. I believe that there's a solution, but the thing is, is that this person is not going to be open to you unless you are open to that person, right? You have to understand that person's journey of why they're asking you for that twenty two thousand dollars lump sum. So if you want to negotiate like a payment plan, the only way that that would be possible is, you know, before when I did the reading of subtly penetrating, that message of subtly penetrating is absolutely relevant for you right now. What the message I gave to Sessa about subtly penetrating is absolutely relevant for you right now. Because what it is, is that, that person is not going to be open to negotiating any type of payment plan unless that person feels that you understand his or her journey right now, that you understand that. Okay, so once that person understands that you understand where he or she is coming from, then that person will then have a possibility to open his heart and mind or her. They won't open their heart and mind unless they feel that you are compassionate, you understand their journey. That's how you open communication. 
That's how you open communication. Because otherwise, that person is just going to be defensive. And when somebody's defensive, they're not going to negotiate with you. They're not going to work things out with you. You have to make them feel safe. You have to make them feel that they, you understand their journey, that you have compassion. That's the most, and that they're acknowledged and they're honored for what they want, right? Make, you have to understand that. And to really understand that, they want to know that this, this understanding is authentic, that you truly understand this from your heart, not, not, not in a superficial way, but in an authentic way that you understand their journey and what they're going through. And once that happens, there's a possibility for negotiation. Otherwise, um, they're just going to be defensive. Okay, so I hope that has helped you, Diane. Has that helped you, Diane? I hope that has helped you because um, that message that's subtly penetrating. And if you didn't, if you weren't here at the beginning, rewatch this recording because I talk about the subtly penetrating to Sessa, and that same message is relevant to you. That same message is relevant to you. So check out the beginning of this uh, recording. Okay, so Lulian, um, if the music affects your mood and improve healing, that means that this specific vibration is beneficial. Do you think speaking two languages will benefit your life? Thank you. Of course it will. Of course it will. There's nothing, there's, there's only positives in speaking more languages, right? For the, and I understand the perspective you're coming from. You're coming from a sound healing perspective, vibrational perspective, right? You're talking about vibrational perspective. And so you're saying if you have two different languages, they might emit two different vibrations, right? The, if you say love in two different languages, those are two different frequencies, right? I understand. And so I think the more frequency that you can tap into, the, the better it is, you know, the more frequency. But I would use the thing about words, words, as you know, have frequencies, right? So if you speak two languages and two languages, you're saying hate, anger, frustration, you know, scarcity. It doesn't matter if you're speaking Spanish or English. There's low frequency words. They're low frequency words. So, so, so the fact that if you could say now high vibrational frequency words like love, compassion, freedom, peace, serenity, and you could say it in two different languages or you could say it in three different languages, then more the better, more the merrier, right? But you don't want to be focusing on low frequency words in any language. So, um, so just be aware of what words you are speaking and putting out to the universe in both languages. But it's a beautiful thing that you are speaking two languages. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's just to be aware of what words, phrases, sentences you're speaking, you're thinking and speaking in those languages. That's all that you have to be aware of. That's all you have to be aware of. Okay, Lulianne. But I get it. Um, you're, we're tapping into uh, sound, sound frequencies, right? And sound frequencies have power. They have power to change and shift our energy and change and shift our lives. And so that would be my recommendation is just be very aware and conscious of what words, what sentences, what phrases you were saying in either one of those languages or in any language. And if you can speak five languages, more the merrier to you, more the merrier. Hello, Viba. Hello, Viba. Um, okay, so Rocky, how to get along with those relationships whom you know in your heart that they truly don't care for you. How to get along with those relationships whom you know in your heart that they truly don't care for you. Okay. So Rocky, uh, so if we, we look at your, your sentence, again, you're creating resistant energy. 
And I understand that there are people that don't necessarily care for you, right? We all have that. There's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody in this on this planet is supposed to care about us. That is, and we have to be okay with that, right? And so what it is, is this, is you're making that into some kind of resistant energy that these people don't care for you. And it's like, as if they should care for you, as if they should care for you. And so because of that, you're creating, again, that resistant energy. You're creating a resistant energy that I'm kind of, I, I'm, not, I'm not happy that these people don't care for me. I'm not happy that they don't care for me. That's resistant energy. The energy that, that, that makes you, and, and what happens is this, is that you want to draw in the right people who truly care for you, right? You want to become this attractor, this magnet of people that do care for you. You want to surround yourself with those people, right? You don't want to surround yourself with people who don't care for you. But how do you start to attract people who actually care for you? How do you do that? How do you do that? You do that because it's okay that there are people out there that don't care for you. As soon as you're okay with that, as soon as you're okay that there are people out there in the world, and it could be even a family member. Maybe there's a family member that doesn't care for you. And that, that's okay too. As soon as you're okay with that internally, like truly okay with it, that's when you're going to really start to attract people who care about you. And so what I would do, Raki, is you have to be comfortable with that people don't care, that there are going to be people out there that don't care about you. You have to be comfortable with that. You have to be comfortable with that because the universe in its infinite wisdom will bring you people into your life that care about you. But as long as you think that people, that you have an issue with people that don't care about you, as long as you have that issue, you can't draw in the people that care about you. You see? So it's like this vicious cycle. So what it is, is that, okay, you say, you know what, to yourself, you know what, okay, well, I get it. The infinite wisdom, the diversity of the universe is such that, you know, there are people that uh, care about me and love me. And that's the people I surround myself with. And those that don't care about me, I understand that they're not meant to be in my life. And that's okay. I am absolutely comfortable. And I let that go. I surrender that. I surrender that. And maybe at some point they might care about me. Until then, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be okay with that. There are there aren't there. There's always going to be people in your life. Not everybody's going to care about you, even if it's a family member. And you have to be okay with that. And what you do for that person that doesn't care about you, you send them compassion from afar. You do a prayer meditation. Say, I bless this person. I send them blessing. I send them blessing from afar. You don't, and those people don't have to be in your life. They don't have to be in your life. Let them go. Surrender them to the universe, to the infinite wisdom of God. And be okay with that. And send them blessing from afar. I send lots of people blessings from afar. Lots of people. And then you will see that more and more people that actually care about you will be in your life. Okay, Ricky, so I hope that has helped you. Okay, Kush London. Moon, am I blocking away blessings by avoiding people that are not vibrating high or trying to evolve? I feel they could only slow me down and mess my mind up with low things. Wow, that is a beautiful question. I love that question. I love that question. This is a great question. And thank you, Kush London, for asking that. I think what it is, is this, is that, and I have, a, I have an answer for this because this is a very important question. You know, I talk a lot about high frequency, low frequency, and the people that we attract. <clears throat> and that if we want high frequency, we've got to be high frequency in order to attract low frequency. And so what Kush London is saying is, Moon, you know, when I see low frequency people, <coughs> excuse me, 
I have to get a drink. If when I meet low frequency people, I run away. I run away because I don't want to be attracting that. But the fact that you're meeting them is, is in essence, you've attracted them, right? So this is your greatest opportunity instead of like trying to run away and like scamper away, right? What I would do is this. I would be okay with that situation. I'd be like, oh, wow, I've attracted this person that I don't necessarily want in my life. Wow, wow, wow. The universe is showing me something. The universe is showing me, well, maybe there's some work that I should be doing, a high frequency work. Maybe I need to do some more internal. What is it about this person that I might still be sharing? What is it? Maybe something deeper that you're still sharing with that person. That's why that person has come in, right? What is it? Because it's not our job to judge anybody's path, right? If, if, if this person's path is not to awaken in this life, that's not our job to judge that, right? It's not our job to judge it. It's our job to learn from this situation. Oh, what, what might I still be sharing with this person? This low frequency person, what am I? Oh, wow, I need to do more work on the inside and just make it okay and be comfortable that they have shown up in your experience. The fact that you had an awareness of it, you're already 50% there. The fact that you had an awareness that this lower frequency person has showed up, you're already 50% there, Kush London. Give yourself a pat on the shoulder. Say, I'm proud of you, Kush London. I'm proud of you. We are proud of you for recognizing that for having awareness of that, that this is a low frequency person. But when you're trying to just run away from that, it's trying to run away from some things, some inner work that you could be doing, running away from your own inner expansion and growth. So what you want to do is you want to make it okay with it. You want to say, oh, wow, wow, wow. This person is in my life for a reason. Wow. What more things can I work on the inside? What lesson can this person teach me? What lesson can this person teach me? What This person is my greatest teacher in teaching me. What can I learn? Wow. That's how what I would approach it. I wouldn't try to run away. Running away is just running away from your own internal expansion and growth. You don't want to run away from your own internal expansion and growth. So you make it okay and you give yourself credit for recognizing these people. Wow, I recognize this. I give myself credit. Wow, I recognize this. I give myself credit. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for being my life to teach me. Thank you for being my life so you could be my teacher of my own expansion and growth. So that's how I would approach it, Kushlanda. I hope this has answered your question. You know, um, instead of just running away, be present with it. Say, thank you. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for being my teacher. What can I learn? And so what you want to have is a more of a neutral energy about the situation. You want to have a neutral energy. You don't want to be judging them as low frequency because everybody's journey and path is so unique, right? We all have a unique path and journey. Not everybody in this life is supposed to be quote unquote awakened in this life. That's not, that's not meant to be. Every single person has a different purpose for the infinite wisdom of this universe, infinite wisdom of God. Every single, so those people that you say are not awoke, they're not awakened. They have a purpose. They have a purpose to awaken other people. That's why they're there. Because if you didn't see lower frequency people and they were not in your life, then you would not want to do the inner work of expansion and growth, right? This person is your great teacher to show you your inner ex expansion of growth, right? And so rather than judging that, let's, let's be okay with it and just have a neutral energy. Oh, okay. This person showed up. That's okay. I'm okay with it. Oh, what can I learn from this person? What can I learn? That's the approach that I would take. Okay. Beautiful question, Kush London. Beautiful question. That is beautiful question. You know, you all are my greatest teachers. Can I just say you all are my greatest teachers? The questions that you ask me the feedback and the comments that you have are so amazing. 
we are all learning from each other. We are all learning from each other. We are all learning from each other. And I tell you, I honor each and every one of you for the infinite, beautiful person that you are of expansion and growth in ways that you can't even imagine. I and mean, Saripa wrote a comment uh, in one of my posts saying that, oh my God, Moon, you know, and thank you, Saripa said, you know, more opportunities have been opening up in his life because of the inner work that he's been doing. He's seeing how opportunities are just effortlessly, flawlessly opening up more and more because of this inner shift. And my job, my service to you is to empower you to your own infinite possibilities, infinite potential, your truth. That is why I come every week. This is why I do yin and yang living. This is why I do it. This is, this is the stuff that makes me feel my own expansion and growth is to empower you. And let me tell you, when I get a comment like that, I'm like, yes, yes, this is why I do this work. You empower me. And my, I am honored to serve you. I am so honored to serve you. Can I just say, every single one of you is an incredibly beautiful inside out. And my job is for you to awaken to that, to connect with that, to access that. So I thank you for the honor and privilege for allowing me to do that with yin and yang living. So thank you. So now let's do a little bit closing prayer. Next week, I will come on sat a Saturday. I will come on um, next week. I will be here. So every week I put up a post on my YouTube of when I come on live. So next week, it's Saturday. Okay, so let's do a prayer, closing prayer. Let's all gather our energies. Take a few deep breaths in and out. Dear God, angels, spirit guides, ascendant masters, creator divine, the highest frequency of love, we call upon you to come and be with us here. Thank you so much for always being with us 24-7, seven days a week, and guiding us with such powerful messages, wisdoms, and readings to share with each other. We are so deeply and profoundly grateful to be in this time-space reality, to have all of these encounters of different situations that are our greatest opportunities for expansion and growth, whether it's a situation with our family, whether a situation with money, whether a situation with career, whether it's a situation with our health. We are so deeply honored to have these situations, these opportunities in our lives to be our greatest teachers for expansion and growth. We understand that we are this amazing metaphysical beings of infinite potential and infinite love and compassion for others that we ask you to allow us to, each one of us, and allow every viewer on this call, on this live session, to tap into that part of themselves that is truly infinite. Allow them to come home to their soul. or Allow them to come home to their truth. Allow them to come home to their authentic being of who they truly are. Allow them to see every situation as an opportunity for expansion and growth. Allow them to bring in thoughts, bringing beliefs, bringing words, bringing phrases, bringing messages, bringing in sentences, bringing in thoughts and beliefs that serve them at the highest level, that serve them at the highest level. And that any messages that I channel through you as, as a channeler for your work is only helping the viewers here at the highest level, at the highest level to be of service to them in their own spiritual awakening, spiritual expansion and growth even in this time, space, physical reality, whether they want to manifest health, whether they want to manifest home, whether they want to manifest money or love, that they do it through their own tapping into their own infinite potential of who they really are. So we are so deeply grateful for these sessions. We're deeply grateful for the technology that we have, the technology of Zoom, the technology of YouTube, all the technology that is created so we can come together and we could share these messages and we can support each other in profound ways that we are one, that this idea of duality is released to you, that we know that we are one. We are ho the homeless person and the homeless person is us and we are each other, that everyone in this room is one, that we are this one unified field 
and as a unified field and as a unified community that we send out the highest frequency of love and blessings to everyone out on the planet and beyond the planet to the universe. And as we send it out, we receive it 10 times fold back. We receive it 20 times fold back because that is how it works, that there is abundance and prosperity. The true nature of us is abundance, prosperity, and joy. Allow us to feel that. Allow us to tap into that. Allow us to release any scarcity frequency, any lower scarcity frequency. Allow us to tap into the abundance of, of ourselves and the universe. So thank you so much again. Thank you so much for empowering every single one of the beautiful souls on this in this room. Thank you for empowering them to their authentic truth. And we are so deeply grateful for your continued support, your continued guidance, your continued wisdoms, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. And so it is, everyone. Have a beautiful weekend. Have a beautiful week. And I will see you next week. I send you much love and blessings.